So I have to really feel out and qualify customer or client to see if they're how serious they are, how motivated they really are. That's not to say I wouldn't work with somebody who's not motivated quite yet or, or something, but generally, uh, you know, I have to be able to, I only have a limited amount of time. So I have to put my time into those people who are the most motivated and, and looking and really need my services. Welcome to Sales Pipe Pros Podcast. Here's your host, Mike Petrosian. All right, everyone. Welcome to Sales Pipe Pros. Today, my guest, a Bay Area native just like myself, a true go-getter, and now has his own business managing almost 10 people. Super excited to have him. Joe Poliak, welcome, my friend. How you doing, man? Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. Appreciate it. Good to have you. Um, so let's kick it off, bud. Uh, you've been in real estate for over a decade now, but wanted to now, take a step back. How did you get into sales? Tell me about your background before you got into real estate. I got my real estate license uh, about 10 years ago, um, but I was kind of part-time until about like five and a half years ago, and that's when I attacked it full-time. Um, but so during that time, right after uh, uh, college or kind of like during college, I worked for our family's business in San Francisco. Um, it's on Van Ness and Broadway. It's right by that uh, kickboxing place we went to. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> K1, yeah. K1 Fitness. That was a good time. Yes, I totally forgot yes, about yes. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a, uh, a, a, it's like cash for gold, rare coins, um, kind of like a pawn shop, but a little bit more high end. And we didn't, you know, like sell other stuff. It was just precious metals related stuff. Um, and I just kind of got my start there. Um, very entrepreneurial because uh, my uncles, as you know, are, uh, were all uh, immigrants for, from uh, Eastern Europe. And so um, they were, you know, they were doing uh, the actual business stuff. And I was kind of the young kid who did, you know, created an online presence and um, built our Yelp page and our website and, and try to kind of uh, bring it to uh, uh, the modern era and bring business in that way. and. Um, you know, I interacted with clients and, and that's kind of where I got my start in uh, uh, generally customer service, sales, everything related to entrepreneurship and, and all of that. I kind of got like, uh, I, I was lucky in that they just kind of gave me the keys and said, you know, drive it. But they were like in the passenger seat, I guess, saying, like, hey, <laughs> slow down. Don't do that. Don't do this. You know? Awesome, man. So you did that for a few years and then you decided to get into real estate. First of all, how did your family feel about that? Because I know family, when it comes to family business, et cetera, you know, breaking away from that herd could be a little challenging sometimes. So tell me about how that happened, how that transpired, and then what got you into um, it after. Yeah, I mean, I was there full time for about five years. You know, we were bubbed heads, uh, me and my uncles. I got, I had my real estate license and it was, you know, it was kind of, I felt that I kind of hit a ceiling there um, anyway, because it was like a small local business and um, I was interested in real estate and, and home ownership and um, development and just everything kind of related to that. And also the idea that, um, you know, a lot of people don't understand how real estate agents work, but we're independent contractors. So for the most part, um, if you join a real estate company, um, aside for a few exceptions, you don't get any leads. 
you don't really get much of anything except um, you get like a nice office, you get some, um, you, you get some resources like printer and the secretary in front and things like that. He's training. Keller Williams is the brokerage that I started at and they provide really good training for new agents and, and uh, even experienced agents. Um, and, but aside from that, it was just, you join and you have to um, figure out how to get business. And so um, uh, you're, uh, so I lost my train of thought. So your question was, how well, did let, uh, my family get into, feel about that? Yeah. So let's get into that. I mean, you got thrown into the deep end. Sounds like you had a kind of a cushy, I wouldn't say cushy, but you had an end with family and now you're kind of taking a step back into entry level, basically no leads. It sounds like you have to figure everything out. So let's start off. How did you manage that? And how did you start prospecting to get your first sale? Yeah, um, definitely. It was cushier. Like I was making good money for uh, early twenties. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I jumped into something that no guarantee of anything. Um, you just had to figure out how you're going to do it. And, um, it was it was super hard at first. Um, it's still very hard, but you know, um, not to sound kind of cheesy, but uh, like Nietzsche said, and a lot of the motivational speakers and salespeople say, uh, if you have a big enough why, then you can conquer almost any how. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like I, I you know, I honestly, I kind of joke that I didn't even really realize how commissions worked um, in the very beginning. Like I didn't even realize how I get paid. Um, like the first day, you know, I kind of started asking, um, you know, I just, I kind of walked up to different successful agents and I, you know, just started asking them straightforward, you know, Hey, you know, how did you do this? How do you, uh, how did you become successful? You know, what do you do every day? And I just kind of looked at them and, um, different people have different methods for becoming successful in different niches and, and a different client base. And, um, different geographic areas. And so I just kind of figured out what other people were doing and copied what I thought was, you know, would work for me and I thought was good. Um, tried other things, did a lot of failing forward, um, a lot of failing forward, a lot of wasting money and wasting time. And until I just kind of figured out what works um, and then just stuck to that. Um, but it's still an ongoing learning process. Like I'm still learning, still failing forward, still figuring out what works, what doesn't, and still um, working a lot. And it was, you know, I mean, it's like from the moment I wake up till I go to sleep, um, uh, it's pretty much hustling 24-7, you know? Yeah, man. I mean, Warren Buffett, over 80 years old now, multi-billionaire, he's still reading five hours a day. So we're all still learning. <laughs> no shame. Yes, yeah. Uh, so tell me about your first sale. You grinded, you hustled, you were asking the right questions. Tell me about that first sale that finally came in and you didn't even know how the commission process works. So it's yeah. Um, well, my first, it was like, I just kind of took whatever I could. And it was, uh, my first sale was actually um, a, a buyer from another agent um, that, you know, he just kind of threw my way because he felt they were a low price point and they were not really, he didn't feel like they were super serious. Um, and so he just kind of made an introduction. We sat down, uh, I met them and then I, uh, you know, we drove, I took them around every weekend and, and weekdays, evenings, um, driving around, 
uh, all over the peninsula in San Francisco and looking for properties, um, touring properties with them, answering their questions and, and really learning uh, the hard way. Cause you know, I didn't really know much and just, you know, every question that they would ask, I would, Oh, let me, uh, you know, let me uh, get back to you on that. And uh, I would research it and, and I learned a lot. Um, and then, yeah, we, uh, after a few months of that, I, uh, got them into a house that they liked and, uh, she's still living there now. And actually I'm selling a house a few blocks away from there. Awesome. Man. I might actually see her stop into the open house. Awesome. So from the time you started at Keller with the training program up until you closed your first sale, what was that Delta? Oh, um, four months. Wow. Would you yeah. say it was worth it though? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, that's pretty quick for a lot of, uh, really? brand new people. Yeah. Uh, to sell in, um, unless you come from already an established career with a deep network and you already have people in the pipeline who are going to buy and sell with you. Right. Um, but a lot of people don't have that. They don't have that uh, planning and um, understanding of the business. So mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have that. And I just jumped in kind of like the deep end in the pool. And so it was uh, I, a bunch of people were very surprised that I got uh, I got two sales right away. Oh, actually. wow. So I got, yeah, I got one buyer and then a few weeks, Later, we ratified another uh, buyer. Another agent had a um, listing off market, told me about it in the office, and I actually had a buyer for it, um, an investor, all cash, and uh, they closed the deal. In Nicely done. And that was uh, like a month later. So that really lit a fire with you, two sales right off the back. So you knew exactly what to do at that point. Uh, tell me about a time, I know with real estate agents and all that driving around, all that work could potentially go nowhere sometimes right tell me about a time where you have to fire a customer um it happens fairly often um now more than earlier because the sales cycle is very long in real estate and um you know they're much bigger transaction sizes than uh, most other sales businesses right so um people tend to try to kind of take advantage of your time. Um, so I have to really feel out and qualify a customer or a client, see if they're, how serious they are, how motivated they really are. That's not to say I wouldn't work with somebody who's not motivated quite yet or, or something, but generally, uh, you know, I have to be able to, I only have a limited amount of time. So I have to put my time into those people who are the most motivated and, and, looking and really need my services so one lady um was looking at selling her house she was a, originally a first sale by owner and i cold called her several times and just stayed in touch i visited her house maybe 10 times because uh, she agreed to work with me verbally um visited her house you know five to ten times uh to do walkthroughs tell her this is what we need to do here's how we need to clean this up here's what we need to prepare and um, she kept just kind of dragging it along, dragging it along saying, Oh, you know, okay, next month, next month. And probably a year and a half passes, um, with multiple hour long phone conversations and meetings and let's talk about this and let's do this until I kind of realized that she just liked talking and not really, um, 
was ready to sell. So then uh, one of the times she called me, I said, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm a little too busy. I can't handle your sale anymore. So um, I recommend you work with this other person. Um, she did ultimately end up selling, but it was like a year later. Um, so I don't know how much, uh, I like to uh, compare that, that the amount of time that I spent with her, if we ended up, if I ended up selling the place, I would have made less than minimum wage compared to the hours that I actually put in. How'd you know, put another year and on top of the year and a half you already put in? No, not even at oh, that wow. point. <laughs> yeah. Well, smart move, man. And now you have your own business after grinding at Keller for almost 10 years or over 10 years. What, tell me, tell us about your business, why you started it, how it's going. Love to hear all about it. Um, a, a lot of the marketing and the lead generation and, and all that, uh, the customer service, everything that I do. Um, like I said in the beginning, a lot of people don't really understand the business model they, uh, of real estate. They don't understand that we're independent contractors. And even if we're at the same company, we're completely independent of one another for the most part. Um, so uh, although we you know, interact and see each other, we're completely independent and we all have our own kind of mini business. So uh, most people don't understand that. So when I'm marketing and doing neighborhood events, and you know like summer barbecues for a neighborhood that i've done business in or um a taco party like i do at my uh initial open house i'll have a taco lady making fresh uh tacos and and uh, uh i spend a lot of money and a lot of time and effort to build our brand um and which was you know just me joe poliak realtor then joe poliak real estate group uh then i you know i realized that i'm kind of building another company's brand um, because people will say, oh, wow, Keller Williams put on that great event. And um, Keller Williams, you know, does this great taco thing all the time. I'm like, no, it's not Keller Williams. I didn't put a dollar into that. It's me, you know, like, so um, that was kind of the main reasons that I just decided that I need to build an asset. Um, and I realized that it's um, not as hard as, you know, you would think. So um, I just, and uh uh, I just have a history of taking chances and taking uh, risks and just doing things that seem difficult uh, initially. And so I just, you know, I decided I'm not really here to um, play it safe, you know? So yeah. I decided to uh, make it happen. Awesome, man. Kudos to you. And tell me about your niche, your ideal buyer, who would be the right candidate to work with Uprise? Um, you know, really, uh, you know, it's uh, demographics wise, it's it's all across the board, you know, any age, any buyer profile, seller profile. Um, we specialize in a couple of things. So uh, listings, probate and trust sales. Um, so that's where somebody passed away. And generally, we do really well with the when the executor or trustee or um, the person who's essentially in charge of selling the house um, is either out of the area or too busy to deal with it. Usually these houses are, um, I'm not going to say distressed, but there's deferred maintenance and there's a lot of stuff in the property. And so we handle the entire preparation process from start to finish. So we get bids from our usual contractors that we work with. We compile a spreadsheet of recommendations. Usually it's somewhere 
you know, around thirty, forty thousand dollars uh for just general painting, floor, staging, things like that. And we manage them and we get it turned around, kind of like a flip, but instead of an investor buying a property for a low price, putting in that, you know, fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars to renovate it and then sell it for a big profit, we do that for our client at no additional fee. It's just our real estate commission and they make the profit. So um, that's probate and trust sales. Um, obviously, I like first-time home buyers because they tend to be people that are our age. Um, and so we just kind of, you know, it, it, there's generational things in common and just it's fun to uh, hang out. Generally, it's, you know, it's not really a sale. It's a relationship. Every client, it's like a new relationship because you're driving around with them. You're learning about them. You're um, talking about everything. You know, I'm telling them about the area, but I'm learning about them. They're learning about me. And we a lot of times become friends. And that's really fun. That's like the fun part of uh, real estate is I get to take somebody who doesn't know anything about homes. They just know they want to buy one. Um, and I tell them, you know, this is how much it costs to remodel a kitchen. This is how much it costs to, uh, just change the flooring and teach them all of that stuff and, and just establish a relationship and kind of become friends. Um, yeah. a lot of my clients become friends. Love it. So barrier <clears throat> real estate market. You're my, I've had another real estate agent on here from SoCal, but no one from the Bay Area yet one of the most lucrative, most craziest real estate markets in the world right now. Listen, your vision on the entire barrier market in the next one to, you know, three, five years, where do you think this is all, where do you think this is all going? Um, well, I mean, if you look at it um, from a microeconomics perspective, in our local area, what drives everything is obviously the tech industry. Right. Um, you know, Absolutely. Google, Facebook, Apple, um, the big tech firms, smaller startups, uh, biotech, Genentech, uh, Twitter, those are some of the major employers here. And that's what drives um, everything else. And then, you know, venture capital, obviously, and um, doctors, lawyers, everybody associated with these industries that help serve these industries as well. So there's a lot of money there. Uh, we've obviously seen a, a crazy price increase since the bottom and it's even significantly prices are significantly more than they were in the peak before the crash of 2008. So right now they're uh, significantly above the peak. So I believe that no matter what happens on a macroeconomic level, unless it's something, you know, very major and catastrophic, um, generally we're going to see prices continue to, slowly increase um for a while just because i feel that although there's been you know some hiccups with like uber and lyft and uh, we work and some of these companies with their ipos and and things like that um generally uh this industry is here to stay and is continuing to grow and continuing to be innovative and it's kind of like a renaissance time um right. people say you know this is just the beginning uh, AI, all this stuff is happening. So I think generally more money is coming here and more people from all over the world are coming here and um, building is 
they're planning all these new developments in Treasure Island and Candlestick Park. And um, yeah, I think generally as far as prices and as far as everything goes, it's, it's going to be uh, almost unrecognizable in uh, 20 years. Love it, man. Well, someone has bought a property recently. Uh, that's actually music to my ears. <laughs> I got a house in Oakland over here, and uh, uh, I'm, yeah. I, I, know, I think it's a, going to be a great investment. But as you mentioned, anything catastrophic or something could happen at any point in time, and that may drive it short down short term. But eventually, I think it's always going to be a good investment in the Bay Area, specifically anything off the coast. I think people should continue investing in it as well. Yeah, I think Oakland's great. Awesome, man. Last question for you, Joe. Let's say you talk to someone that was like you 10 years ago, asking those questions, saying, hey, I want to get into real estate. Teach me something. What would you tell that the new prospective agent that's starting out today? Um, just have strong work ethic. Just be willing to do what everybody, what most of your friends and most other people won't. Um, just be willing to uh, work very hard and uh, knock on doors and call people and uh, develop relationships and just um, put yourself out there and don't get discouraged because it takes time and it's something you got to build. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not easy, but the people who are going to be successful are people who are resilient and have strong work ethic. I, I really think... You know, I really think that's all it is. You just got to be willing to put in the hours, put in the time and um, not really worry or be upset about rejection or uh, people wasting your time. And because um, it's, it's definitely a numbers game, but you're sorting through a lot of people who maybe aren't serious or maybe are rude or, or whatever it is to find those people who you really help and, and change their lives you know, by finding them either a good deal or a great place that they can call home or sell a family house and get them a lot of money. Um, but you have to go through a, a number of people to find those uh, good clients, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, appreciate your time, but I know um, you actually helped a couple of our friends get into some good homes. They keep appreciating. You help them source the right, pr uh, the right price, the right buyer so i know you're killing it out there continue crushing it stay in touch and uh good luck with the business man yes yeah thank you all right brother take care of yourself thanks thanks for joining for more episodes visit salespipepros.com